0: I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans podcast, where we talk about simple ways to make your days feel easier and more productive. We get there through the ultimate life hack of self awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry, I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And I have a fun month planned for us for October. We are going to be talking all things decluttering. And that is a scary thing, I know, which is appropriate for this month. But we're gonna take all the scariness out of it and figure out how to get started. That's what really holds us up on most things is how to get started. The motivation to get going and what we lack is a plan that works for us. And so we're gonna dive into um, just remembering why we even want to do this and three strategies that you can choose from to begin the decluttering process in your home that is going to actually work for you and help you see it through to finish and make progress so let's get rid of the scariness and attack this clutter All right, we are kicking off this month with the theme of decluttering. That's what we're going to be talking about for uh, most of the episodes this month. And uh, there's kind of two reasons. Uh, One, because decluttering can be a scary thing. It's a scary thought when you picture all of the clutter in your home. And this is the month of Halloween and all things scary. So I thought it was appropriate, but more importantly, the timing is this month is a really crucial month that can really set you up for a great end of the year. When we think about November and December, it's a lot of holiday gatherings and people around and more stuff coming our way with gifts and things like that, and there's It can already be a stressful time um, for all of those. And when you kind of start with an already stressful surrounding in your home with all the extra stuff and having to figure out what to do with it all to be able to have anyone over to your house just elevates that stress. And so I want to help you get set up to have a smoother end of year where you can actually enjoy it more. So if you're willing to take this month to do a little bit of the hard work and get rid of a lot of the excess clutter in your home, then you're going to feel so much lighter for so many reasons. Um, but just this specific month of October is just a great time to nail this down, really make progress and you can kind of tweak it and finish it. Um, as needed, whatever areas through the end of the year, but you're really setting yourself up and having more um, capacity to enjoy and having that reset for the beginning of the year. This just is really a pivotal month when you think about it, Um, that last month before things get super crazy. So let's be really intentional and use it to our benefit. So let's dive into a little bit of the struggle with starting. That's what we're going to talk about today, just getting started with the decluttering process. And I just want to take some time to remind you of why we're doing this. What what you're giving up, what you're getting. So, after decluttering, you can have so much less stress being in your home. Like who wants to be stressed out in their home all the time? Like let's work through that. And make daily life easier for the things we need to be able to do and have more enjoyment in doing it. And that all sounds good, but let's take this a step deeper and go really specific. Like what exactly are you giving up by not dealing with this? So let's think through some potentials here. One is there's no space to do what you want to do. Like if you have a crafting hobby that you need space for in that, like being able to do that gives you a creative release and fulfills that me time and brings joy, but you never get to do it because you don't have the space and your supplies are buried. So you're giving up altogether on your ability to enjoy that hobby. Like it's just not even on the radar because you literally don't have the space and all your things are hidden, so you just don't even get to do that anymore. So think about, like, what are those things that you want to do, but because of all the clutter, you're not able to. Maybe you can't decorate the way you want for the holidays because it's all buried and or the supplies you need to use for whatever it may be. You're not doing any of that because it's all buried under stuff and it's just easier to buy new things than to dig for what you need. And hello, if we're trying to save money, how about not buying duplicates? This is a great way to save money as well, to just deal with the stuff so you're not buying more of what you already have. And like having friends over for game nights or watching parties or just because Like you, you don't even do that anymore because the idea of making your house presentable is too overwhelming. Like, that's really sad. You guys, like all the pieces that we're missing out on all because of our space, because of our home, that's supposed to be like our sanctuary, like the place of peace, like the place that makes us feel happy and all of the things like that's your one place that should feel good and yet that's the root cause of all the problems that are taking away these opportunities. So I just want you to really think about what you are trading off by not dealing with it. What are you giving up? And like not only is it just like literally making it harder to clean up your house or harder for your kids to keep things picked up and put away, you're trading off these other parts of your life that you want. And the whole reason we're here, right, is like pursuing an intentional life that is more productive and easier and just feels lighter. And if you're struggling to get that, then I would look at this piece of the puzzle removing this huge roadblock of clutter. It is a, a visual clutter in your mind and physical clutter and all of that with that, um, anxiety and things that it brings overwhelm all the time in your home, the place that you're at most. So just really kind of sit and analyze like what, what those things are and think about if it's worth it. Like if you really want those, like if you're missing that motivation, here's a piece. And and that's the thing, like we've settled for the harder to live out, but easier path of just not dealing with it because it's too overwhelming. And you keep telling yourself, you just can't get motivated to do it, even though you know you should. Well, let me share this nugget of wisdom from James Clear of Atomic Habits. And he says, many people think they lack motivation when what they really lack is clarity. And this is huge because I feel like this is the main excuse of like, oh, it's just too much. I just can't get motivated to deal with it when really what you're lacking is the clear plan, the clear direction of how to deal with it that makes it doable. And so that's that's what I'm talking about here today is like, okay, let's assess like what you're missing out on and being like, okay, this this is something I need to do. And then realizing, don't stop at that decision to be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then you're like, oh, no, I just, I can't. Because what you're, don't put all the pressure on just finding the motivation. When what you need to focus on is finding the clarity. So I want you to create, before we do anything, before we do one, one piece of decluttering in your home, you need to establish a clear bite-sized plan and strategy that makes it feel all of a sudden way more doable and way less overwhelming. That's what we have to have first. So let's create that strategy. Let's take the overwhelm of the entire house out of your mind. Like that's not what we're focusing on right now. We are going to attack it in a more doable, feasible way that isn't so overwhelming and scary. And that's going to have to be something that you figure out through that lens of self-awareness that I'm talking about all the time here. There isn't one cookie cutter method that's going to work for everyone. Like, unfortunately, like, I'm sorry to burst the bubble. I can't give you one specific plan that is guaranteed. This will work for you because we all operate differently. And so that's why this first step is so critical to decide how you are going to attack this in a way that you know you can follow through with. So start now by planning out like, okay, this is the mission for the month. We are going to reduce the clutter in your home, if not eliminate the majority of it. That is the plan. But when you look at the whole house, that's a lot. So we're not going to go from that viewpoint. We got to start somewhere. So are you going to approach this in a room by room method? So you're going to pick one room first. Maybe you pick the bathroom or the kitchen or the living room, like picking one room to start with and you just do all of one room and then you move to the next room and do all of that and then move on. So in this strategy, you could list out all the rooms in your home and you can include closets as separate items, like a, like a hall closet type of thing and just kind of list them in order of how you think you would do it. And my recommendation is what is start with something less overwhelming. So that's probably a bathroom or living room, um, easier to make decisions with items there, whether it belongs there or not. And less um, emotional attachments than things you might find in a bedroom, for example. Um, And it'll just depend. So this is where you would have to choose what makes sense for you and know that this is not like written in stone. When you make this list, you can rearrange because you may do one room and then like find something in that room that belongs somewhere else. And you're like, yeah, I'm ready to tackle that room next, actually then rearrange it and do that room next. Like that's fine. Just, you would go by this plan of room by room. And that's how you're going to navigate. You're going to get one room all the way done. So especially if you're someone who needs to see a lot of progress more quickly, um, in one place, I would, this would probably make sense for you because you can get one room like all the way done or most of the way done and feel the difference, and see the difference, and that will inherently give you motivation to keep going and create that place everywhere in your home. Another option, if that doesn't feel good to you, maybe that still feels too overwhelming, like tackling a whole room. So maybe you approach it problem area by problem area. So you can kind of walk through your house, and as you walk through a room, you're like, okay, um, in the kitchen, that like junk drawer or utensil drawer always like it's this like special like Tetris style placement to get the drawer closed and open. Like, come on, we know you've had one at one point. If you don't already have this, like there's that cabinet or that drawer that's super finicky and stuff always falls out or you have to like rearrange it just a certain way to get it to open and close. That's going to be a problem area that you're going to hit first. And then maybe it's like in the bedroom, it is a sock drawer or something that is overflowing. And again, where it's hard to get the drawer closed or whatever, like it's just so overflowing. That would be your problem area in that room. Or like the closet that you can barely put a hanger in because it's packed so tight. Or like stuff is just all in the floor and like falling out. That's going to be another problem area to deal with. And so this may be the case if you, um, this strategy would work for kind of any spectrum where whether it's all chaotic and crazy, or maybe you have a, a fairly decluttered home, like you've gone through this process some, and maybe your whole house doesn't feel like crazy over the top cluttered, but you've still got those few problem areas that are kind of like, all right, I did most of the room and moving on or things, maybe you realize you don't have a good system in place for like putting laundry away or something like that. And that's where the closets get crazy or whatever. So you may still have a few key areas that need attention. So this is a great one where you just kind of solve individual problems and then just kind of keep working your way through. Like you do that initial, like the main crazy areas, and then you make a new list of other areas and that maybe aren't as crazy, but that's how you kind of navigate to keep working through your home. Um, another potential strategy is if this all doesn't, neither one of these like room by room or problem area by problem area, then it may be more, uh, time focused. Maybe you're like, I don't know. I don't want to commit to anything. You're more of the type of like, Oh, whatever I feel like that day doing is I want to have the freedom to choose that all right, that's fine. So let's pick a time. So do you think you have 15 minutes? Do you have 45 minutes? Do you have an hour? What do you have? Maybe it's one chunk of time in the day, or maybe it's broken up into two. You've got a little batch of time in the morning and a little batch of time in the afternoon. So maybe you break it up into two 15 minute segments or two 30 minute segments, whatever you have, doesn't matter. You just write that in like it's an appointment. That that time frame, those 15 minutes are spent decluttering something. So maybe it's your counters, maybe it's the bathroom sink cabinet. Like it's gonna be small or doable. You have to be realistic in what you can do. You might not be able to fully complete a task in that time. It would be nice to pick smaller areas, so maybe you could, um, or at least make a good chunk of progress because So like disclaimer, decluttering often can make more of a mess in the process because you're kind of pulling things out and sorting them and making a trash pile and maybe a donation pile and whatever. And so you kind of make a little bit more of a mess while you're going through it in order to declutter. So be realistic. Like If you only have 15 minutes, probably not a good idea to be like, I'm going to pull everything out of my pantry and go through it all, like you're going to maybe get everything pulled out and like look at a couple things for expirations and you're going to run out of time. And if you don't have extra time to commit, you now have a big mess of stuff all over your table and you're not eating dinner at the table tonight because you just made a big mess. That's not going to help you feel better. So let's approach this in a realistic way. So let's say you want to deal with your pantry, but you've only got 15 minute time segments that you can offer for this. Okay. You're going to pick one shelf of the pantry, go through and pull like expired items out, or you're going to just kind of scan through everything and make a few like category groupings of like, all right, let me at least move all the soups together. Let me move all like the canned vegetables together. Pick something that is doable in the time that you have and be aware of the mess you will potentially make to make sure you don't leave yourself in a bigger problem if you have limited time. So that's the one thing just to be very careful of in this method um, of picking time. And maybe it is, um, you can choose the small amount of time during the week, or maybe you go, it feels better to like go all out and maybe your kids have a play date or go with grandparents or whatever, and you can get like three hours of intense time. So kind of choose what works for you and your family and just kind of put it in your calendar as, as an appointment. Like this is my time frame to work on decluttering and choose what you're going to do so that you're not wasting time. Like kids are grandparents picked up the kids. Great. Let's start. And you haven't decided what you're doing yet. And you spin your wheels for 20 minutes, figuring out what to focus on and kind of hopping around different things and being like, Oh, no, I don't know if I should do that. Nope, you're going to have planned what you're going to do before you get to your time period. Then it's going to you're going to be more efficient in using that time and not panicky of like, Oh, how do I how can I be most productive in this time? Choose before the time begins. (laughs) Um, and so through it all, whatever method you choose room by room, problem area by problem area, or by time commitment set the plan and expectation with grace if you're choosing 15 minute time blocks 1 15 minute time block every day be realistic that you may not get through a whole room this week you may or may not depends on your amount of clutter and in w- which room you're in like maybe you will but that's what i mean you have to like set the expectation of What do I hope to achieve in this time and know that it may or may not get all the way there. Like give yourself some grace, but at least you have some direction of what you're focusing on and you're making way more progress than you have been sitting and pushing it off and being like, no, it's just too overwhelming to do anything. Like if you get your bathroom done this week, like all week and all you get done is a bathroom, let's say. Your bathroom feels a lot better and it's going to be more efficient and you don't have extra stuff in there that's expired or you don't ever use and don't know why you keep it in there. You're going to have made progress in that one room if you just commit those 15 minutes a day, whatever it looks like. So I want you to realize when you're intentional, you're going to get traction. You're going to see improvement. So I just want you to make the plan and start doing it. And that's where you're going to find that motivation. When you have the clarity of like, this is what I'm doing today, or this is what I'm focusing on this week, then you, you find the way to make it happen because it feels smaller. It feels doable and you can accomplish, like check off a box and be like, I did that. And you waited so long and clutter. And yet by making a simple plan, a simple strategy that works for you, not following some random decluttering calendar that you're like, okay, this is what I have to do, but that's not how you operate or the time that you have available right now, it's not going to work. So this is a crucial step right now to decide your strategy, set the expectations, make sure to give yourself grace, but to realize your wins when you get through your time frame and check in with yourself in a week and see what's been done. And realize that that's amazing. Like you're making progress and you're one step closer to having more peace in your home. You're one step closer to not buying duplicates of everything because it was too scary to find all the hidden stuff in the piles. And you're able to like invite a friend over, even if it's just like right there in your living room looks good. You at least feel better. Like you can start getting closer. To those goals that you have, the things we talked about at the beginning that you're trading off, like you're getting steps closer and closer to that intentional life that you want. And all it took was deciding, making a strategy that works for you and doing consistently doing what you've said you're going to do in this strategy, whether it's the room, the problem area or the time you've decided and you start doing And I'm just really, I'm excited for you to dive in and like create the strategy. So I don't want you picking up anything yet. Make your strategy first, figure this out first, and then you can feel a little more confident going into it that you're going to see it through, that you're going to make progress. So let me know. I'm curious what your style is going to be, what strategy you pick, and we're going to dive through this month. Uh, we're going to approach it room by room here, um, on the podcast. That's kind of the easiest way. Um, but we're going to give you tips for each of those areas and what to do and, um, some guests along the way to talk about it. So, uh, yeah, get ready to tackle your house and feel good and it not be a scary place by Halloween. You are going to be feeling good and your home is peaceful. And the only thing scary is your decorations. That's the goal, friends. Let's do it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you found anything helpful or challenging or inspiring, you got some new ideas, take a minute and share it with a friend. Like help your friends have easier, less stressful lives. And so send them a text or share it on social and tag me so I know what's helping you. If you haven't left a review yet there is no like button for podcasts reviews mean everything so take a minute and leave me a quick review and i would so appreciate it all right now let's go check some boxes